The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And I am your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to this show. Well, the season is over. The finale, a 31-10 beating of the Kansas City Chiefs. You gotta just love that. And a pummeling in general of the AFC West. You gotta love it. That and the coaching carousel. Uh, brother. Here on show 300. Yeah. Yeah. Old Do you know about my city? Old town. The city of old. Old town. Oh, don't you know? Old town. Do you know about my city? Old town. The city of old. Well, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have, yes, the postgame for the Kansas City Chiefs, the final opponent of a six-game sweep in the division. We're going to hit on that, and, well, you think there's some news? Well, we all heard it by now, cable cut by the Oakland Raiders. We're going to hit on that big, wide, and deep. Hit the bone line because I know you guys are flipped out. And we're going to get an idea of what the Raider Nation actually feels as a whole from one end to the other, man. you got to love that bone line. That's all it, folks. So let's get in to the first story of the day. Well, Raider Nation, in a game that really came down to pride and, uh, I think, saving a coach's job, the Oakland Raiders traveled to Missouri, the freezing-ass Missouri Stadium. And I'm telling you, there at Arrowhead, it may not have looked cold, but there are folks that were there, and if you're listening, you know exactly what I'm saying. It was freaking cold, baby. (laughs) It was damn cold. I think it was a record cold for a football game. I know it didn't look like it, but uh, it was. Uh, No, it wasn't. The record low for a football game? Let's just say it was a tad colder than that Chiefs game. Like 48 degrees colder? Ice Bowl, 1967? Minus 13 degrees? Or minus 36 degrees with the wind chill factor? And what was the temperature at Arrowhead? 35 degrees. Not warm, but no record. And I'll be sitting here waiting for you to pull another statistic out of your ass. Oh, by the way, happy show 300, Padna. And, you know, before I get too much into the game, let me talk about the fan base of the Oakland Raiders. Because the Raider Nation was big time in the house. I know they come all the time. I know there is a flocking of the silver and black to Sparrowhead on a yearly basis. It is a tremendous sight to behold. If you're a Raider fan from anywhere, going to Kansas City is a great time. They got great, great people, man. A good place to be. Especially on Sunday when the Raiders come into their house and lay a colossal 
beating by every sense of the word. Offensive line, defensive line, you name it, they got it in the face. Castle covered in Kansas City clay all day long. And that's with Seymour out and Darren McFadden didn't play either. And we still pummeled them 31-10. The score doesn't say it all. First off, I uh, thought the Raiders came in here and uh, handled us in most areas. I got to give them credit for being ready to go, uh, uh, running the football, doing those things. I mean, 200-plus uh, yards rushing. Uh, you give up that kind of yardage rushing, you're going to generally lose the game. Um, when you take seven sacks, you're going to generally lose the game. Um, when you turn the ball over, you're going to generally lose the game in this league. And uh, we just did too many things overall that uh, will get you beat. Um, and uh, that's uh, how the game went. Uh, different times in that game, I felt like you know we battled back to try to get into the game and just could never, um, never uh, get playing together and uh, make good things happen. A disappointing performance, really, uh, across the board. This game will mean nothing to us uh, here in uh, a few hours because we're going to be getting ready for an opponent uh, that we don't know who that is right now, and we got to be ready to go and we got to take advantage of uh, the opportunity we have to play more games, especially having one here at at, uh, Arrowhead. So uh, that's what's going to be critical for us, and I believe our guys will do it. Uh, put this game behind us, move on now, not tomorrow, uh, not in five hours, not in six hours. You know, we got to do that now. And that's what we talked about in there, and that's what I think these guys will do. And that goes for the entire group, coaches, players alike. And, you know, uh, if we allow a uh, a poor performance to – drag our season down, that would be uh, the first time that we've done it, and, and we don't want that to happen. So uh, that's where we are. Uh, take my hat off to Oakland. Came in here and, uh, and beat us pretty thoroughly. So uh, they deserve credit for that, and we're moving on. Those who were there, those who witnessed the game, those who saw it can tell you right now that it was asshole to elbow, and people were getting put down, and they were in red. There was a lot of hatred, a lot of scrums, a lot of fighting. A lot of it you didn't see on TV, I know. And, uh, well, these teams have combined hatred to the 10th degree. Yes, the Chiefs do hate the Raiders. The Raiders do hate the Chiefs. And this rivalry goes back forever. Now, that caps the end of the year. But I just have to say, Jacoby Ford showed up, Jason Campbell, big time. I mean, Lamar Houston all year long, number 55, McLean in the house, working his magic. Tommy Kelly, a Cameron Wimbley, one defensive man of the week. I mean, this team, Huff even showed up, and Rout showed up with some huge hits and some interceptions, and Michael Bush showed up huge, man. The guy ran like a machine, and it just goes to show you we got to keep this guy around, too. You know, it was just a tremendous way to end the season. It was a fabulous game. And I, I, it was just seeing it would make you proud to be a Raider fan. And God bless America. How freaking long has it been since you've been real proud of being a Raider fan? Now, I know I'm always proud no matter what our team's doing. But come on, you got to admit that you step a little higher and you walk a little better. 
and you have a little bit better attitude when the silver and black is starting to put people down in the dirt, man, you know it. And so having the team play this season as they played, getting so close to the golden ring, getting to the playoffs, I know we should have been, but hey, man, we didn't. But look where we are. Look what we've done to this Chiefs team. We demoralized them a week before they play the Ravens in the playoffs. You know that that's got to have a big-time impact on your game, man. Especially the Raiders come in your house and slap you around, man. Anyway, not to take away from the team, but it was a wonderful team win and a wonderful way to end this season, I just got to say. And I, I, as a Raider fan, take my hat off to everyone on the team for working hard and going in there and doing it and working hard for us, the fans, man. I mean, uh, you put on some great contests with some epic moves, some great memories for this season, and you know what? That's all I can ask for, really. I'd love to see the playoffs, but man, come on. What a year the Raiders have made. It's a tremendous turnaround, and uh, I, I, for one, am thankful to the team. And that is all I have to say about that, because our next story is all that. Well, Raider Nation, this is what Al Davis says about this team and how he's going to run it. Even as a young guy, I dreamed that someday uh, I had a dream that I would build the finest organization in professional sports. And uh, the opportunity came to me in the early 60s to take the Raiders and make that into the finest organization that professional sports has ever had. I dreamed that, uh, that we would have the finest players Finest coaches, greatest coaches. The best coaches, the best players. Let me go back to the last one. The best coaches. <laughs> you know, that's some bullshit. Well, by now, the Raider Nation is well aware that the Raiders have canceled their basic cable. Yep. The team let good old Coach Cable know they were not picking up his contract. What a surprise. Now, we all knew this was coming. Not. Let's just take a look back at, uh, well, what it was like last year. Speculation swirled that Cable was going to lose his job at the end of the season. I mean, I was almost positive that it was going to happen. Uh, I was hoping it wasn't. The rest of the Raider Nation was kind of about the same way. We wanted some consistency at the coaching rank. We knew that he was going to get an offensive coordinator to help him out this year. There was some positive behind the move to keep him. Now, it took forever for the Raiders to realize or at least acknowledge the fact that he was our head coach. That, for one, was disrespectful. That was so not Al Davis. That was John Herrera-like, that snake bitch that's in the office. But I'll tell you, that is the situation uh, that it was then. So here we come now to this season. Now, division winners, complete 6-0 and sweep. We kicked everybody's ass, and we won eight games. We're 500. Yes, we should have gone to the playoffs. People will make reference to mistakes made during the season, like 
Gradkowski, Campbell flipping back and forth, being beat by the 49ers and the Cardinals. That's what brought him down. Hey, I don't give a shit, okay? There's only one thing that makes a difference to me, and it's winning goddamn football games and making it to the fucking Super Bowl. Now, excuse me if I get emotional, but we're not going to get there like this. Now, I don't want to go on a tarrant or a rant or whatever. I'm going to stick to the story because it's fucking important. Now, Cable was let go. Oh, well. Now, the, the mechanics that went on here are very evident in our very makeup. The owner of the Oakland Raiders, Al Davis. I love Al Davis, but I do not love the way he's run this franchise for some time. Now, he's a smart guy, he's got a great history, and he's our owner. I hate to see what happens when he does go, but here's a problem. His ego, his loss of focus on the real thing that matters here, which is what? Winning. We want to win. Okay? That's what he says constantly. It's a mantra. Well, as always, there's different camps involved in this story. There's some people that are glad that Cable's gone. Some people are expressly furious that he's gone. And then there's everybody in between. Now, I don't have solace for either end of that rainbow. I just have my own opinion on what went on here. Here's what I feel happened. Let's not say the Rooney rule because they gloss over it and they say it so fast you can hardly hear it on the news because it is the 800-pound fucking gorilla in the room, man. You have to interview someone of color, a minority, before you can hire a head coach. That's the rule. So you have all these teams that look around for the first guy of color so they can give him an interview so they can actually go after the guy that they really want. I think that is demoralizing. I think just the fact that they have to do it in public is disgusting. They should just do it and try to find a coach if he's fucking purple. I don't give a shit. But the fact that they cite the Rooney rule and they make it sound like, okay, we interviewed our classic, you know, uh, Hispanic, black, whatever, to make the rule. And now we can go hire, you know, some white guy. I think that's just fucked up. I think it's a, it's a black eye in the NFL. I think they should do something to change that shit. I know minorities need an opportunity. Well, they're getting opportunities and they should get a fair opportunity, not a Rooney opportunity. And that's all I'm going to say about that shit. But Hugh Jackson fits that mold. He, he fits that Rooney rule, man. He's got it stamped all over him. So teams are thinking, hey, Hugh Jackson is a guy that'll feel this responsibility. And, you know, they have to look at him because, you know, he's coming up and, and he, you know, we, we could make him a coach, but even though we went, it's other guy. So you got all these teams that want to interview him, right? Like the Diners, like other teams that are interested in him, so-called teams that are interested in him. Um, but they it will it will effectually eliminate their responsibility on the Rooney Rule situation. I think that's fucked up. I think you Jackson came to Oakland wanting the head coaching job. That's my two cents. 
I think he came here and he already talked to Al Davis that I want this job. If, I, if we don't make it to the playoffs, I want to get this job. Whatever the deal was, I don't know, behind closed door. But this was Al's guy. Al does that. That's why we have no coach like Gruden or anybody else, for crying out loud, that has any kind of pedigree because Al will decide everything. He will decide who your coaches are. He will decide who your players will be. He will be decide who the free agents will be. He will tell you who you're going to draft, and he'll tell you the style of play that you're going to throw out there, and that's the way it's going to be, Padna. And your name is just on the door just ever so slightly for a short time. <laughs> that's the way it is, man. As a Raider fan, you got to know that and accept it because we bitch about it every fucking year. And that's exactly what happens. And he's going to make you Jackson head coach because he's afraid he's going to lose this guy. Okay. He's going to lose this guy to the Niners or to the other 10 teams that need to make the Rooney rule happen. So he, he needs to get this thing locked up. And look at it, man. It's perfect Al Davis. I can fire cable two and a half million a year, and I'm probably paying a million dollars a year to you, okay? I can fire cable and then save a million dollars a year by just giving Hugh Jackson the job and no offensive coordinator. Well, let me tell you right now, folks, if you haven't noticed as a Raider fan, that hot seat of the coaching job is no place for the shy to creep. Because you got to be awesomely just Teflon to deal with Al Davis's horse shit and his daily rants about what the fuck color the toilet paper is or whatever. Because the guy is truly anal. If you know anything about the Raiders, the guy controls every aspect of this team, even at his age. It's crazy what he asked for. He is the Howard Hughes of the NFL, the recluse owner with psychotic and underlings that are snakes in the grass, and it's just a poison atmosphere there in Alameda, man. I've talked about it before, and, you know, I'm hoping it'll go away. It's like something that you brush under the rug, and here it is again. Okay, so now we have Hugh Jackson, probably going to be the head coach. Let's hope so, because anybody else that comes in here, we're really screwed. The team knows him. They'll play for him. Hopefully, we'll be able to go forward next year. But the way he gets rid of coaches, you know, I just have not seen in a very long time. When's the I think Madden is the last coach that left here that was happy. I mean, really, think about it. He's the last coach. Maybe Gruden is kind of happy. I don't know. But the rest of the guys, <laughs> I mean, here you have Cable. Guy did a good job here. And nary a word was said, except for thank you for your service to the team. What a bunch of horse shit that is. Okay, I digress. So let me go on here to the whole situation. Now, I am going to use this opportunity again to rant about my fucking demand. <laughs> and I use, I use the word demand. I wish they'd listen to my show. Get a fucking GM in here, man. Let me just give you a glimpse of what difference it would make this year, Raider fan. If you're not hearing me, you're going to hear this. A general manager, a good general manager. Bruce Allen was pretty good. He could deal with Al Davis and also the coaching staff and Gruden, and he allowed everybody to do their thing so that we could be successful. 
We don't have that cushion. We have Al Davis directly dealing with players, with contracts, with personnel moves, with free agents. Listen, the general manager's job is to do all that and keep the owner's crooked little fingers out of the pie. And in this case, I mean, this is my imagining a general manager. In this case, hey, come on in, Cable. Come on in, Hugh. Come on in, Mr. Marshall. We're all going to sit down and have a meeting, okay? You, Jackson, you want to be a head coach. Yeah, I know that, okay? And I know you want to be a good head coach, but here's the deal. You want to get paid? You want to get paid twice as much, maybe even three times as much as you would get this season? Let me tell you, stay with this team for another season. Get us to the playoffs and perhaps to the Super Bowl. And shit, if we win a Super Bowl, you're going to have four times the salary you'd have right now. And uh, Mr. Cable, that goes for you as well. Hang in here. All of us stay together as a team and see where we can take this team next year. And if we can get that to that point, well, then, you know, you can go, Mr. Jackson. Go get your millions, your $8 million a year to coach as a head coach somewhere else in the league. Cable, you stay here and hire yourself another uh, offensive coordinator with maybe a different plan, whatever. But we need to have some stability here, and I want us to see us move forward and try to make it into the postseason and even into the Super Bowl. We could do that with this group. We can do it together. Let's do it for another season, and then we'll see and reevaluate next year. End of story. There's a general manager right there. You, Jackson, if he wants the money, he wants the position. Shit, the guy last season before he came to Oakland was just a, a quarterback's coach. So he was no... He wasn't up the tree. He wasn't coaching as offensive coordinator for years, and he finally came here, and now he's ready to break out. That's bullshit. He's had one fucking season of offensive coordinator experience. Not enough, pal. Not enough if you want to run the show. And, hey, you want to take the heat that Cable's been taking? I'd say that in the meeting, too. Hey, man, you look over at Cable. Ask him how it is dealing with with, uh, Al Davis on decisions you make. And you know, let's let's get let's let the truth come out now. He said, that's a fucking bunch of bullshit. That guy rings my ass every day. I could see it. That's what a GM would do for this organization. The other thing, it'd clean out all those snakes in the office and all the the poison that has been injected in that office for so many years needs to be just exercise, man. He needs to have a priest come in there, throw the holy water on it the whole nine yards. We need to have a, a Buddhist monk going there. We have to have a rabbi, you name it. We got to get someone in there to change that fucking mojo in that front office because it's poison up there. So there's my general manager rant because I'm telling you, if we had one, we would not be in this fucking position right now. Thank you, Mr. Davis. So basic cable's gone. Cable is gone, and here we're stuck with Hugh Jackson. Let us not forget that all those fucked up timeouts that we wasted, all those stupid plays at the wrong time, that's all Hugh Jackson, man. Curly Joe was not calling the plays. Hugh Jackson made this offense do much better, but at times looks so terrible. Horrible, by the way. So, you know, we got the double-edged sword. So let's hope that this second season, he can wear both hats, man, because it's not the same. And he's going to realize that more so than I am. It's not the same being shielded by your head coach, not having a deal with the owner, 
except for on, on a social, oh, it's not my fault, it's more Cable's fault situation. Now he is in the fucking hot seat, and let's see how he reacts to what the hell's going on, because Al Davis will choose his coaches. And I would doubt seriously if we get another offensive coordinator, because Al won't pay him. And if he gets one, it'll be like a 16-year-old kid, you know, <laughs> or somebody will take bare minimum. I'll take 50000 a year, Mr. Davis. I'll be your offensive coordinator. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. I'm bummed that Cable's gone. I bitched about him all the time, but, you know, there's something about the way you bake a cake, man. You bake a cake, it comes out rocking. Who gives a shit what the recipe is? It has to be together for the cake to come out that way. You miss an ingredient, and the cake's fucked up. That's all there is to it. So, you know, we had a nice mix. It was starting to gel. I think the team was starting to feel... Like, we're getting somewhere with this management structure, these guys, these coaches. We're really making progress. Next season, we're really going to make progress. And now, just at the end of the season, what the fuck? So, I I don't know what's going to happen. I hope good things. I hope that, uh, you know... I wish Hugh Jackson would have held on to his ass for another season. I, I really blame him for this whole fuck-up. I blame him for not saying I'm staying at Oakland for another season no matter what. I blame him for being a greedy motherfucker. So we'll see what happens. But uh, Cable's ousting was all you, Jackson. I'm telling you right now, if you would have just said, I don't want to see anybody, I don't want to talk to anybody, I want to make a deal here with Mr. Davis, stay with the Raiders, have Cable come back so we can make something happen, smarter move. That's what a GM would have done, and that's what a good guy, smart, guy, savvy guy, not listen to his agent that's a greedy, money, hungry snake who wants all the money, fucking attorneys, don't get me started, but, you know, come on, man, that is ridiculous, I'll tell you right now, other teams in the AFC West are happy today, man, they are fucking happy because Cable's gone, maybe they'll jack up their mojo, well, maybe it will. I don't know if even keeping him here would have made a difference, but I would rather have him. I'd rather have the Three Stooges back for at least one more season to see what happens. Because here we go again with another coach with another excuse to fail, another excuse to make it to five wins, seven wins, or maybe even eight wins. Oh, yeah, we made eight. We just didn't win the division. We almost got there. You know what? (laughs) That's bullshit. If this guy doesn't take us right into the playoffs next year, I'd fire his goat-smelling ass immediately. That's me. But it is what it is, Raider Nation, and we are going to have a new coach. He hasn't been named yet, but you know who it's going to be. Funny thing, just think about it. Imagine if he does go to another team, and here we are, holding on to an empty condom. I mean, come on, man. (laughs) I mean, come on. That would be classic Raider meltdown. This team would, then we have a new coach and a new offensive coordinator and, oh yeah, be picked by Mr. Davis. And yeah, it'll be some guy you never heard of, some guy's name you might not be able to pronounce. There you go. Uh, I've been on the rant too long, but man, you guys got to rant because that's just my rant. I think we should have kept everybody together for one more season. I know I was pissed about the coaching, but I thought, well, shit, this is the year they're learning, so next year they should get all these shit things ironed out. 
Well, we're going to have a whole new <laughs> sheriff in town. Oh, brother, Al Davis, when will you turn it over to somebody who knows what the hell they're fucking doing? You're my man, Al. And that is all I have to say about that. Side of the bone. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Get on the bone line. I don't have to tell you guys because the bone line's blown out. <laughs> There's so many calls. I can't even believe it. I love it. Don't give up on calling, man, because I listen to every freaking call. I just throw on the ones I just pick, whatever. But there's no bad ones. There's no good ones. There's no terrible ones. There's just Raider Nation. Tell it like they see it. I love it. Uh, and and thanks for actually calling in because we got, we got some stuff. And after this latest news about uh, basic cable, well, you know, it went crazy. Went crazy. So we got a lot of, a lot of people on the line. I just want to remind the Raider Nation that you have to check out www.raidernationpodcast.com. Check out our webpage. It is bad to the freaking bone. Everything you need, Raiders, want Raiders, even think about Raiders, get up in there because it's there, along with a forum full of fans that are ravenous about our team. I love it. I love the fact this is our 300th show Damn, seems like it went by, well, in five or six years. <laughs> uh, I got to tell you guys, before I get onto the calls, Randy works his ass off on this show. It takes several hours, I mean, grueling hours to get this thing produced, and uh, I'm no help, trust me. <laughs> uh, just a talking head up in here. But anyway, I want to thank my brother, Randy, for all the hard work he does. This 300 shows, folks, it's a big deal. That's a lot of work. And, uh, man, I, I wish you guys could see how much it takes to get this done. <laughs> I ain't complaining because we've had some hella good times. It is the end of the season. And, uh, well, let's get on the bone line. I'll, I'll talk more about it at the end here when we're done with the bone line. <laughs> okay, the first part here is going to be on the Kansas City Chiefs game. We're going to talk to the Raider Nation about the Chiefs. That's pretty much the first bunch of calls. And then there is the uh, Cable Got Axe calls right after that. So uh, check those out, too. I'm going to separate the two because they're definitely on different ends of the planet. <laughs> okay, our first caller. Without a doubt, this will be Obi-Wan Raider. <sighs> What's up, Raider Nation? Obi-Wan Raider here from Houston, Texas. I'll make this short and sweet, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. First off, big shots out to your show number 300, podcast number 300, guys. Raider Randy, congratulations to you and the new Mrs. Raider Randy. Hope you have a long, love-filled, Christ-filled marriage, brother. God bless, and uh, here's to praying that a new year brings something new. The Raiders finishing the season winning their last game. Let's start 2011 by kicking the shit out of Kansas City Queefs. Let's bitch slap their asses with ketchup and mustard and finish it with a little bit of mayo mecconaise. You hear me, players? 
Happy New Year, Raider Nation. Obi-Wan Raider out. Raider Greg, get it on the show, baby. Get it on the show. Much love to your 300 podcast. Peace. Thank you, my good brother, Obi-Wan. You bring wisdom and knowledge to the podcast. I appreciate all your calls and your props about our 300 show, man. You know, we love the nation. Thanks for the calls, brother. Next, we have a new caller, Costa Rada from South Florida. We got the Floridians up in the house. I love it. Happy New Year's, Raider Nation. This is Cogs the Raider from South Florida calling in and watching our boys destroy them Chiefs. We are the real AFC champions, my friends, and we let a few games get away. We let these Dolphins get us, but next year it won't happen. Let's hope Camp. Let's hope we got Campbell here, and let's please keep Tom Cable for the consistency. You guys got to give him a heads up here. I'm not hearing a lot of talk about Jamarcus Russell, who was there for the last two years, screwing up Cable's offensive game plan, and now that we got a new offensive coordinator with a quarterback, you see the difference this team's going to be, folks. Look out. We playoff bound next year. Later, brothers. Got to love the positive, man. I love it. It's great to be a Raider fan, especially when you're in hostile territory and we're doing the beatdown on others. You got to love it. Thanks for the call. Our next caller. I love this guy. This would be Special Ed, who's exiled in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Raider Special Ed in exile in St. Louis. What a badass game. They're starting to remind me of the John Madden Raiders of the 70s that I grew up with. Smash mouth in your face football. And the Kansas City Chiefs may take home the AFC West Championship trophy, but they're going to do it knowing that Oakland made them our bitches. Badass. I wouldn't change anything on this team right now. Just tweak them, let them mesh together. Man, I have never been so happy about an Oakland season since I can remember the 2002. You know, oh, oh, they look good. Anyway, man, thanks for the time. I'm out. Yeah, man, this has got a good Raider football team written all over it. The silver and black attack is back. There's people getting put down on the field, and it's beautiful. Uh, thanks for the call, my brother. Why next we have the fabulous female of the Raider Nation, News Raider. This is News Raider. I'm here in the Big Easy, New Orleans, and me and my loved ones just took our computer to a gay bar to access Wi-Fi so we could pirate the Raider game live stream. And so we were here in New Orleans representing our boys, loud and proud, for them to win. So happy. So proud of our boys. They had an amazing season despite our bad luck of not going to the playoffs. Still very proud of them. Um, really impressed with Jason Campbell walking. I thought that was incredible. And, uh, yeah, just happy to be a Raider fan. All my loved ones here, happy to be part of the Raider. All right, listen to Raider. Well, I don't know about the gay bar part, but I know that Raider fans will go to great lengths to see their team play, especially this game was awesome. 
Thanks for the call. I love it. The bar background uh, sounds were especially nice. <laughs> Thanks for the call, sister. Next is my good brother, Raider John, from Providence, Rhode Island. Raider Greg, what up? It's Raider John from Providence, Rhode Island. I didn't get the call in last week, but uh, just watched the Chiefs game, and uh, I got to say, that was a great game. We played good. Glad we ended the season on a high note, and uh, hopefully next year we can keep it together, man. And uh, thank you to all the Raider Nation. You guys are awesome on Twitter. Thanks for the show, Raider Greg. It's been a great year with you uh, on the iPod. And I just want to say thanks to everybody. Thanks to the Raiders, man. We're a great team, and we can only get better. I know we only went 8-8, and but, hey, it's it's a step forward, and I'll take it. Let's see what happens, man. Really wish we could have made the playoffs. But, hey, we swept the division, man. How cool is that, bro? How cool is that? Aha. All right, man. Well, have a good off season. I'll still be listening. I don't know if you're going to be doing shows. I'm new to your show, but uh, I'll definitely be checking up. So uh, have a good year, and go Oakland, baby. Thanks, Raider John, for the props. You know, the Raider Nation, this just shows Rhode Island to California. There's nothing, man. That's from one end of the country to the other. And everyone in between, uh, yeah, we do podcasts all off season because the Raider news never stops. I mean, there's always some kind of drama. Uh, last year was a little dry, but it looks like this year we're going into a full drama session with our Raiders, unfortunately. Thanks for the call, brother. Keep listening because we're going to be out there. Next, my very good and emotional brother. I know, man. Raider D. From the IE, that's the Inland Empire for all those who don't get it. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider D from the IE. I'm calling you from this this little spot we have down here called Buffalo Wild Wings. And I wanted to thank you guys for allowing me the opportunity to uh, listen to and enjoy the comments from like-minded brilliant individuals who support what I think is the greatest franchise in the history of football, the Oakland Raiders. Sitting there watching the damn uh, the game today and I'm 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 just blown away at how well we played today. We, we had a couple of things that, that we're gonna have to work on. I mean we even out coached these guys today, man. This is, this was a good game. Uh, the defense got after Castle. I'm sitting here wondering, when are they going to take these guys out? They're going to the playoffs. When are they going to take these guys out? They kept them in there, and we kept hitting them. That's, what they, that's the way it goes. Now you got Charles limping around. He got whacked a few times. Castle got his ass slapped around quite a bit. And, you know, that, that's the mark of a, a guy, a coach. I don't know, you want to win a division game, but when it's somewhat meaningless, and you, you, you got to figure out when to pull your guys and don't get them beat up by a team who's more than willing to kick you in your ass, and that's the Raiders today. So, um, you know, I'm going to listen for the podcast. I'll be listening for you guys throughout the offseason. If you guys are doing anything with the preseason, I'd love to sit and listen to your comments, your takes about that. Um, and I um, just want to say thanks for it again. For it. I, I mean, this, this, is, this has been cool. I, I enjoy the Raiders. I love watching them win and then you know, hanging out on the phone and over the internet with you guys has been, you know, about as good as going to the games. Okay, so this is Raider D and the IE with a big piece out. 
Thanks for the props, my brother. And you know, that's why our show works. That's why the show works so well, because the Raider Nation is deeply involved. I mean, just me popping off is one thing, but when you hear everybody talking about the same thing, the basic same way, <laughs> you got something, man. You're not alone. And that's the biggest thing about the Raider Nation podcast. Thanks, brother. My very good brother and very cerebral poster on our forum, Hell Raider. Is Hell Raider calling in about the uh, last game of the year, I guess. Just uh, had a couple of thoughts, try to make it short and sweet. Um, I guess we won today, finished up 8-8. Eight and eight. Uh, swept the division, and uh, a lot of positive things that come out of this. I think it, uh, it's more of a 50-50 thing for me, I guess. Uh, I'm not going to get too excited, not, but, but yet I'm still kind of irritated and disappointed too as well. Um, I think it's ridiculous when you beat the Chiefs down as bad as you did today, 31-10, and they're like, you know what, well, uh, you guys kicked their butt, but guess what, we're going to the playoffs, you guys are going home. Um, like I said, a lot of things to springboard uh, into next season, a lot of positives. But at the same time, um, a whole bunch of negatives as far as just the ineptitude of the Raiders during certain games this year to just freaking take a crap all over the field. You know, um, the biggest game, is, and I said it all year long, was going to screw us over along with one of the other ones, but the Cardinal game was just an absolute, not you know, just a quote-unquote call it a Cardinal sin to lose that game. We should have won. Um, 49er game was a joke. Um, I mean, at that one, though, we weren't necessarily winning there at the end of the game, but the, the Jacksonville game was another one. Should have won the Miami game. I think we finally found our quarterback. Got a good uh, tandem of running backs. Um, I'm not real sure how the draft works if there's not a uh, season next year. I don't know how that works, but uh, going to have to get another corner opposite Nomdi. Um Going to have to get a good right tackle. I think Valdir will be good for the next couple of years. Right tackles needs needs to happen big time. Uh, Cooper Carlisle sucks. We need to replace him. And we need to go out and get one really good veteran wide receiver. So I'm calling out for Steve Smith. Calling out for Plexico. Um, and I'll tell you what, I heard a rumor, and I don't know where I heard it from, but there was a rumbling about Carson Palmer of the Bengals. Um, I don't know how y'all feel about that. I'm kind of partial to him because he's a USC Trojan. But uh, he's had some injuries, but I'll tell you what, I mean, I, although I guess it might be the same thing if our line plays the way it does because Campbell's a lot more mobile than Palmer would be, but may even take a flyer in that guy. But. Uh, if we do have football next year, you got to make Seymour and Nomdi a priority because you can't let Nomdi go into the last year of his contract. You got to lock him up again. Got to give him whatever he wants. But if there is a draft, uh, got to get another uh, tackle. But anyway, a lot of positives. A lot of positives. McFadden um, should have made the Pro Bowl. That's bull crap. Our kick returner should have made the Pro Bowl. That's bull crap. But uh, positive and excited to see us beat the Chiefs. But at the same time, you know, if this team hadn't just screwed around for a couple games and some really crappy coaching we would have been in the playoffs so um probably won't call back uh till next season but i don't know maybe maybe possibly uh for the draft but 
definitely should be in the playoffs. I don't think there's any question about it. So even if you're a hater, you look at the thing, and we should have won because we beat Kansas City like a drum. And uh, anyway, that's all i got to say about that. Well, there you go. You know, I think we should have been in the playoffs too. There's no doubt that we should have. I mean, um, there's nothing I can do about it. Uh, you know the games you're talking about. We all were flipped out uh, about those games. Uh, we didn't know for sure whether we'd make it to beat Kansas City as bad as we did. But you're right, man. In hindsight, for this year, we should have been in the playoffs because we represent the AFC West best because we beat everybody else's ass. I agree. And pay, Cable paid the price, um, as you well know. Thanks for the call and uh, check in from now now and then, man. Off season, we got to have you in the house because the draft will be here. Uh, we don't know who we're going to get as another quarterback. It's all getting foggy at this point. <laughs> it doesn't look very clear. Thanks for the call. Last but not least, on the Kansas City game and the end of the season, a very very good friend of the show and of course of Randy and mine, uh, my good brother. Juan Jorge. What's up, Raider Greg? This is Juan Jorge calling in. It's been a damn minute since I've called in, but here I am. And um, I thought I'd call in since it being the end of the season. And um, before I get to anything about the football aspect, um, I just want to thank you, Randy, um, for being great guys and people to be around and all that you guys do, I don't care if anyone has a problem with me thanking you guys because I truly appreciate the work um, that you guys put in. And, um, you know, I love you guys. And um, if it wasn't for you guys, I would never have gone to t uh, Kansas City or Tennessee. So um, much love to you guys. And uh, you guys have been doing a great thing. If it wasn't for you guys, I would have never met people like the Crusader Raider or Aztec Raider. Or, um, it's just amazing the thing that you guys are doing. Um, so having said that, um, it's been a fun ass year, man. We've gone eight, eight and eight. Um, this team has kept us on our toes. Um, we've had a few heartbreak losses. Um, but nonetheless, it's been a fun ass year to be a part of. I can't wait. I cannot wait for the next year, um, for next football season. Um, I hope, I hope we keep cable. Anyone that says we shouldn't keep cable is a fucking retard. I don't care what anybody has to say. Cable has done a great job here. He has these players fighting hard. These players want to keep him. And we need continuity on this team. Nobody's going to come to this team uh, along the lines of a Bill Cower or shit, even John Gruden. None of these guys are going to come here again um, under Al Davis. Cable is willing to work with Davis. Cable um, kisses ass, but he gets what he wants. Um, I love Cable. Cable has these players playing hard. Um, they have them believing. I mean, shit, Shane Leckler straight up said, I can't deal with another head coaching change. We need a blue-collar guy like Coach Cable. This is what the organization needs. He doesn't bullshit you. And we have to keep Cable, or it'll set this franchise back a few years. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, we went 6-0 in the division. Yeah, we didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, he went 2-8 and eight outside of the division, blah, 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 blah. Nonetheless, he got us 8-8 eight and, eight and on, the brink of a play, on the brink of the playoffs. If it wasn't for Janikowski's 32-yard missed field goal against Arizona, we have a winning record. So I don't want to hear all this other bullshit, um, how cable this, cable that. 
Cable needs to stay, period. And hopefully Al Davis keeps him. Hugh Jackson, um, if he takes a head coaching job anywhere, he's straight up going to fail. Um, he's been an offense coordinator one year, and he thinks he's a shit now. No. He he had his his ups and downs as an offensive coordinator, nonetheless, and um, he, he's been a solid offensive coordinator for us. He had a score double the points we did last year. Our offense has been electric. So um, he is to blame for that. He is to blame for this offense succeeding, yes. But um, having said that, um, he's not perfect either. So I think he needs to be in this position as an offensive coordinator a few more years before he considers or even thinks about getting a head coaching job anywhere else. That's just my opinion. Um, hopefully the CBA deal gets gets reached because no football in 2011 would just be absolute bullshit. Um, it's been a minute since I've called in. I thought I, I, I had to call in because it's the end of the year and it's been a while since I've called in. And um, Well, this is Juan Jorge. And um, enjoy the offseason, guys. I'm going to miss all you guys. And um, Juan Jorge's out late. Well said, my brother. And you know what? I got to thank you for, for being part of our crew, man. You bring Skyler, Britter Stutters. Uh, you know, the whole crew comes with you. And uh, you've really inspired a lot of Raider fans to take the step to make the, the, uh, the dedicated move to come to the games, man. That's a big part of the Raider Nation. That's why the parking lot looks like it does, man, from fans like yourself. So thank you for the props. Uh, you make it happen just as much as Randy and I do, brother. Honest. Uh, we love the Raider Nation, and you are part of the Raider Nation podcast crew for life. Now, Raider Nation, I want you to take a listen to the calls that had to do with Coach Cable. Now, I want you to hear the passion and the dedication and the frustration involved here with the Raider Nation, man, it's big time. Uh, this first call, I got to tell you, uh, this is my good brother, Raider Jaime. And he got this news that we were going to hire. A lot of shit happens. I mean, there's a lot of bad news that flies around when any event like this happens. Well, he was told by somebody that Josh McDaniels was going to get the job. And you know what? I got to tell you, if that happened... I'd feel the same way as you would too, but I have to put this on the show because I think it's classic. Uh, how how doggone emotional and how important uh, these decisions are to all of us. Now check out Raider Jaime; he's fucking pissed. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Jaime calling out Bakersfield. Hey, you know what? Um, we just got the fucking news that uh, they fired Tom Cable. And today I was reading that the Raiders uh, gave um, Hugh Jackson uh, okay to talk to the 49ers. And guess what else? The fuck, supposedly they're going to fucking hire Josh McDaniel to be the fucking head coach of the Raiders. You know what, dude? If they fucking do that, I'm fucking done. My 36 years are fucking done. Fuck this shit. Uh, you know what? These last fucking seven years, you know what? I tolerated because I fucking thought something was going to happen. And something was happening. But now this shit... Fuck no, I got a fucking Raiders, I got a Raiders shield tattoo on my arm, I will burn it off if they fucking hire Josh McDaniel, I shit you not, I will burn that fucking, it's like a fucking, like I'm fucking trying to commit suicide here, but this is what it's fucking like, we just fucking killed ourselves, uh, back into the fucking stone ages, I can't fucking believe that, I'm, we're pull, if, you know what, we are even gonna pull out of, 
We were gonna fucking get season tickets, but we're even pulling out of that. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. 36 fucking years of loyalty for this shit? To get fucked in the ass? Fuck Al Davis, man. I'm fucking tired of this shit. Now, Raider Jaime called me back later and said that uh, he didn't want me to put this on because he really thought that Josh McDaniels had been hired for the job. Now, that's not to say that the name wasn't floated. Harbaugh's name was out there. A lot of other names were out in the hat, but Josh McDaniels' name was definitely in the hat. If that would have happened, shit, I'd burn a tattoo off too. I guarantee you, I'd be flipped out. I just wanted to put this on because, number one, it's Raider Jaime. He's a good dude. You can tell how flipped out he is. He is truly Raider Nation. And you know what? I think we're all a little shocked. I want to tell you right now, man, the Raider Nation is flipped out. And it would not put it past the Raider Nation to start sending their 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 tattoos, their T-shirts, whatever. Imagine the Alameda facility getting a bunch of boxes with uh, tattoos of a Raider on the side of your arm. You know, he got that skin. <laughs> or a calf. Or a chest. Or a breast. <laughs> with Raiders on it. People cashing it on in. I said, damn, don't do it, Raider Nation. Don't cut off the small of your back with a Raider tattoo and send it in because it just ain't worth it. Uh, I'm just teasing, of course, because uh, I'd be freaked out in Alameda, all these boxes of body parts are piling up there in front. But, man, listen, <laughs> it's not that big a deal. It can get better. Uh, it will get better. Uh, let's just hope. Let's see who's next on the line. Next, my very emotional but good friend, Raider Steve from Las Vegas. Check it out. Hey, Raider Greg. It's Raider Steve in Vegas. Um, I just got the news that the, they're letting cable go. Well, I don't, I, don't know the, I don't know what to think, man. I don't know who they're going to bring in there, what they're going to do, if it's a good idea. Um, you know, sadly, I'm... Strangely satisfied with an eight and eight season. I think made a lot of progress this year, man. You know, when we beat people, we beat them pretty bad. I mean, we didn't really win a lot of close games. I think that was our problem. I don't know if that's Cable's fault. You know, um, I'm tired of change, though. I'm not. I don't know who Davis is going to bring in here to to make things better. If anything, I think it it has a chance to make things worse. And. Uh, I hope that's not the case, man. I hope he brings in be great. You know, I'm I'm sure he's not going to bring in Gruden, but man, if he brought in like uh, Harbaugh or somebody like that, that'd be great. But I don't know. I don't want to see like you know if he brings in like Jim Foster or something like that. That's you know, <laughs> you might as well just stay with Cable because I don't think Foster is going to do any better. The players love Cable, regardless. Fuck, man. Here we go again. Get a little positive news, and we're uh, we're back to we're back to zero again, man. So I hope we get somebody good. Um, it was a it was a fun season. It was an entertaining season, man. Knowing that we had hope each and every game. Um, so I feel I feel good. Um, I don't know what to think about this. Um, go Raiders, man! I'm out. None of us know what's happening, my brother. 
Uh, and I tell you right now, if they hire Fossil, they might as well ha- hire McDaniels because that's just as jacked up as hiring McDaniels. That's some bullshit. And they just better stick with Jackson because uh, anything else will be a full-on loss of revenue for this team. That I can guarantee. Next, a very good friend of the show, very close to this house, Raider Tony. From San Francisco. What the fuck is Al Davis fucking thinking? What the fuck is going on? Raider Greg, I'm confused. I am one confused Raider fan. It's Raider Tony here in San Francisco. And uh, I called last week happy about the opportunity to go 8-8. Eight and eight And, and uh, since then, obviously, we won. We beat the Chiefs. We sweep our division for the first time in franchise history. And we finish with the best record since 2002 that we've had since 2002. And we do not keep... Tom Cable for another year? I mean, what the fuck is that shit about? I don't get it, and I'm pissed. This is bullshit. You know, look, I'm not saying Tom Cable's the best guy out there, but you don't establish a winning team. You don't become a winning team by changing coaches every couple of years. You have to have consistency. You have to have stability. And the players like them. And when it's all said and done, I think we all expected to be at least 8-8 eight eight this year. This is what most of us thought. Uh, I remember before the season started, you even said, you know, 8-8 eight eight at best. And we almost made the playoffs. I mean, we were right there. And that, you know, some of that credit has to go to Tom Cable. And although I know I, for one, was critical of the coaching at times, replacing Cable with Hugh Jackson I don't think is an upgrade. In fact, I think Hugh Jackson's full of shit. I think he talks a good game. I think he's great at giving speeches and, 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 and talking a lot of optimistic bullshit, but when it comes to preparing for games, I don't think I saw an offense that was consistent in terms of being prepared week in, week out. Our offense was inconsistent, and some of that was quarterback play. You know, some of it was Campbell learning the system, and a lot of it was I thought just Hugh Jackson didn't have them prepared every week, and that's who's going to be running the show. I really hope I'm wrong. Uh, Raiders for life. Raider Greg, can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. I'm out. I think you summed it up pretty well for all of us. I like the call. I like the way you uh, rolled out with it because we're all feeling pretty close the same way. But, hey, man, the horse has left the barn. Too late to close the door. We got to hold on and see what happens from here, brother. Thanks for the call. Next, we have Rada MD on the line. 
And he's letting you guys hear it, man. Yo, this is MD Raider from Maryland, man. Just got done watching the fucking highlights on the website, and gotta love it, man. 6 and 0 in the division, although that sets up the stakes for next season. Any any loss in the division is a is a fluke. But anyway, man, there's a lot of things I need to talk about. But man, next year it's gonna be tough. The teams we gotta play, ridiculous. The NFL really does hate the Raiders. And uh, man, I just it's Tuesday. Just heard all the news about Tom Cable, Al Davis. What the fuck? Even though Tom Cable was a figurehead, man, I, I know he wasn't doing that much as a head coach, but still, the players respected that guy. I don't know if you watch all the local news and all the websites up in the Bay Area, but all the players wanted him back. I live in Maryland, and I still check that stuff out, man. Tom Cable was the guy for this team. But, man, that's why he lived so long. Al Davis, that is, and, you know, whenever he makes moves like this. He sucks the life out of everyone else and lives longer. So uh, I'm not surprised by this kind of action by Tom Tom Cable. You know, wish him the best. But, man, it sucks to be a Raider right now. We're just the laughing stock of the NFL again. Al Davis, I don't know what to tell you, man. I see all these threads about you. They can't wait for you to die, man. Can't you just listen to all this stuff and just, like, Hire someone to help you out and just do this shit? I mean, who do you have on your left and right hand to make these decisions with you? Just stick in your fucking... What's that shit called again? Your wheelchair? Come on, man. You need to get someone else to help you out with this shit. You're making too many boneheaded decisions. Raider Greg Burry, man. You're supposed to be over there. You're supposed to be the voice of the Raiders. You're supposed to call Davis up and just, like, tell him, what the fuck, man, you know? You own the Raider Nation. You gotta help. You gotta help this team out. But you know, I can't say too many bad things about Al Davis because you know, he's the dictator of Oakland, and whatever he says goes. So, you guys better say some nice things because next year, y'all ticket prices about to go up by a hundred dollars. This is MD Raider, and that's all I have to say about that. Well, there you go, Raider Nation. That's a Raider fan just telling it like he sees it, and I think we all feel the same way about Mr. Davis. I love him, I respect him, but man, it's time to go. Next, we have Raider Mike from Gainesville, Florida. He is very knowledgeable and cerebral. Check it. Raider Greg, Raider Mike, Gainesville, Florida. Well, I am sure the bone line is going to be off the chain this week. Three hours ago, I've been on the phone with all my homies with uh, regarding all my Raider Nation family. And, uh, of course, the news, cable, was contract was not renewed. Um, I'm in shock. I thought we, you know, based upon that last victory we had Sunday, that, you know, his job was pretty secure. Um, I thought that, if anything, they may get rid of some assistance or not renew their contracts. But uh, I guess, you know, um, I know me and you kind of saw eye to eye during the season about the coaching come down that we, you know, we had some piss-poor coaching in a couple games 
that we should have won. And I guess Al Davis saw it the way we saw it. Um, but I, I guess I had a little soft spot because I just felt like, well, um, you know, the team seemed to respond, you know, a lot of times um, under cable. So I felt like, well, you know, give him another chance and see what he can do. And I thought the only adjustment that should be made was maybe get another D coordinator in there and get some real linebackers. But anyway, um, again, we're going through the cycle again. Uh, I've been surfing the net here, and it looks like, you know, rumors are saying that uh, Hugh Jackson will be the head coach. So it looks like a possibility that, you know, Al Davis didn't renew uh, Cable's contract because he wanted to keep Hugh Jackson because I heard the 40 Winers are trying to interview him for their head coaching job. So I guess he may have done that to keep Jackson there and keep the 49ers from getting him. Uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, you know, I, like I said, you know, a lot of times this season I wanted, I have felt a couple times during the season I thought Cable was, she was on the chopping block, and I felt like, like you said, the three stooges as far as the coaching. But um, I kind of wanted to keep Cable and maybe, like, get rid of that D coordinator, really. But uh, I guess we'll see. But I'm sure this bone line is going to be off the chain. Our sixth coach in seven years. And, of course, everybody's laughing at us with no stability. You know, Raiders again, fire coach. I mean, I, I guess I could see if we lost Sunday that it would be more – I could take it better. But it's, I feel bad for Cable because I met him uh, when he came to Jacksonville. He seemed like a nice guy, and he seemed like he wanted to be a Raider and liked being a Raider, and I'm sure he did. But, you know, I guess it's his decision. So, anyway, when you get uh, – anyway, I guess uh, hopefully – um, can't wait to listen to this podcast and get to see what the Raider Nation has to say about this. I'm sure it'll be something to say that he should have been fired and something to say that we should have kept him. So I'm, I'm, I just can't wait to listen in here. But uh, uh, I guess Raider Greg, we'll see. Raider Nation, we'll see what happens. But I hope we don't make too many changes. I think we're heading in the right direction. Anyway, Raider Nation for life. Peace. There you go, man. I thought Marshall should leave. The Marshall plan, and uh, I already said we need uh, outside linebackers instead of defensive ends. I said that earlier this year. We agree on a lot of things, man, but we I don't think we agree on this move right here. Thanks for the call. Our next caller, The Nature Boy. He's called in several times. This is his shortest call I've ever heard him make. Check it out. What's up, Raider Nation? This is uh, the Nature Boy giving a call back. It's January 4th, 10-15, man. I just got out of school, and I'm pretty pissed off to find out that Tom Cable was let go. I think it's a stupid move, and, uh, yeah, who knows what the fuck's going to happen now. I just don't see why the fuck we would do that. Whatever, though. Later. There's another sentiment from the Raider Nation. Now, I'm telling you, man, everybody's feeling very close the same way. Not very fucking happy. Next, we have the Oracle of Orlando. Raider Jeff's in the house. It's pretty funny. <laughs> this is Raider Jeff from Orlando, Florida. <laughs> ah, I'm sure all of y'all heard the news that Tom Cable is out. Uh, it, it's kind of funny to me. 
Um, everybody's so upset now. And, um, you know, I think that probably Al Davis got put in a position with Cable's contract coming to an end and Hugh Jackson being looked at very positively around the league. Uh, he had to make a choice. And uh, the funny thing about it is, over the last two or three years, everybody's been saying how much Cable sucks. And, and uh, you know, I, I realized that this year we saw an 8-8 eight and eight team. And probably many of us throughout the season waxed and waned and kind of looked at it as, oh, we, we, we have a playoff team here. And probably did. But it didn't come to fruition. And everybody's upset now. You know, Cable knew how to handle Al, knew how to work with Al, and nobody's going to come in here. You know, we, this is just a merry-go-round. <laughs> and it's been that way for a number of years. But, uh, you know, you got to look at the NFL the way it is and for what it is. You know, Marty Schottenheimer got fired with a 14-2 record uh, not that long ago. I recall another coach being fired that was 10 and 6, you know. So, eh, we just have to accept it and move along. Either we're silver and black or we're not. And, um, you know, maybe if Hugh Jackson becomes the coach, we'll be fine. I, I don't know. But uh, I'm not going anywhere, buddy. I am laughing at this whole situation and, and seeing how irate people have gotten because, this was this was kind of to be expected anyway. Anyway, I just wanted to drop a little line on that. Go Raiders. Well, that's an interesting way to look at things. Now, there you go. There you have a Raider fan that puts it in perspective. We all kind of thought maybe Cable's job was gone for a while, and then we thought he was going to be here, and then, you know, we, we're getting into a comfort zone with this coach, and now he's gone. Uh, well... Like he said, man, Schottenheimer got put down when he had a winning season. I remember that. And, uh, well, he's not the only one. Uh, Schiefert from San Francisco had a winning season. He was let go. Uh, you know, the list goes on. Uh, we will survive. It's just a devastating blow to any type of stability in the coaching ranks here in Oakland. That's all. Next, my good brother, Jersey Raider. Now, check out what he has to say, man. This is the emotion. This is the feeling of a lot of the Raider Nation. Raider Greg, Raider Nation. Oi, oi, when will it end? It appears not soon. Just found out last night our head coach, or should I say former head coach, Tom Cable, was fired. And, you know, it just. It just, it seems it never ends. I mean, it's like every time you've climbed a, a, a hill with this franchise, it seems there's another mountain in the distance to overcome. And it, it just, it's getting ridiculous at this point. I mean, the man was 6-0 on the AFC West. Yes, I understand he was 0-6 against the rest of the AFC. But, I mean, we were, for the most part, in those games. And we were a sea basket away from being 9-7. and 
almost made the playoffs. I mean, we beat the Chargers twice. We swept the Chiefs. I mean, things we hadn't done in years, years. And the man gets fired? I mean, this is ridiculous. If I was to play for the Oakland Raiders, in all seriousness, I would probably consider leaving the franchise because you can't run any organization that has as much uh, instability as this one does. I mean, think about this. If you were running a company on Wall Street, or just any business for that matter, how would you feel as an employee if you had a different boss every year or every two years? You wouldn't be able to get anything done because everyone at each boss is asking different things from you. That doesn't build consistency, and it, it, it doesn't build morale. And so we're all free agents we have, from Gallery to Huff to Bush. I mean, if they don't resign, honestly, you know, I can't get mad at them because I'm not sure I would either with this franchise. So, I mean, at, at this point, I just don't understand it anymore. And really, we we need change. And we need we need people to stand up and do something because uh, it's getting ridiculous. And it, it's, it's just, it's still at a point now where you really got to ask yourself, I mean, Al Davis says he loves his franchise so much. Yeah, it's like someone who says they love their children more than anything in the world, yet they're constantly starving them. You ask them, how do you possibly love your children this much? And you're letting them starve to death. We've been starving for eight years, Raider Nation. Eight years. Eight years. How long will this continue? When will the madness end? When will it stop? You know, they try and do these sales and promotions to get people out to the games, and then they pull this kind of shit, and it's just like, why should I support this franchise? And, you know, I don't I don't know where we go from here. I don't know if it's Hugh Jackson. I don't know why in the world Jim Harbaugh would come here. I mean, even as a Raider fan, I would tell him, don't come here because it's ridiculous. You know, and it's gotten to a point where this is the reason why we can't get better head coaching candidates because of this, uh, this type of nonsense and bullshit. So, unfortunately, it really does seem like until Al Davis is wheeled off into a nursing home that we won't have any winning seasons, <clears throat> excuse me, or any consistency or any true signs of progress as in getting to the playoffs. So, Red Nation, unfortunately, the dark days continue as it seems, and who knows with this team. Maybe maybe it's best that we go through a lockout so we don't have to put up with this shit next year. And I'm dead serious when I say that statement. So, as always, Red Nation, despite all that, Stay strong, stay proud. This is Jersey Radio, y'all, and I'm out. I don't know, man. No football was be some bullshit, but, you know, I understand your feeling, man. We've had a long time of not getting fed, like you said. And, uh, well, we'll just see, man. Maybe we'll have a great draft. Maybe we'll do excellent free agency. Who knows? You know, that's the thing about this team is that next month we could be doing something super terrific and everybody be jumping back into the boat. It's not like we're leaving. It's just that it's very, very disheartening, as you said, my brother. Next, we have a very good fan, a good friend of the Raider Nation podcast crew, and he's in the house, and he's my brother. This is Hell Raider, and uh, he makes a whole lot of fucking sense. Listen to the man. Yeah, this is Hell Raider calling in about this thing, <clears throat> this uh, coaching debacle. Um, you can say whatever you want about Cable, whether he's a good coach or not. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> he 
He only won three more games than he won last year. But the point is, when all of your players want him to play, okay, um, that's an issue. And for those of you who haven't taken a look at the fucking free agent list, you need to take a look at it, okay? Because you got people like Zach Miller. Hmm, he's a pretty big part of our offense. Robert Gallery, some of you have issues about him. He's turned out to be a pretty good guard. He's a free agent. Uh, let's see who else. Namdi, he can opt out of his contract. There goes the best fucking shutdown corner in the league. That's a big, pretty big fucking deal. Uh, who else? Seymour? Okay. First of all, you traded a first-round pick for the guy. You can't let him go. So you got to resign him. Maybe he doesn't want to stay here now. Okay, that's another big fucking deal. Who else? Thomas Howard. He's a nice little uh, role player. We can bring off the bench, special teams, whatever else. Um, Michael Bush. Michael Bush. Part of that running a game that everybody loves. Well, guess what? He's a fucking free agent too. So now maybe he leaves. So then what? McFadden's going to carry the ball 35, 40 times a game? I don't think so. I love McFadden, but you know what? He's going to miss at least probably two or three games this year, okay, just because of injury, and that's just the way it is. But it was nice to be able to have Bush in there. Well, guess what? He's a free agent. Maybe he goes. Marcel Reese, not a huge loss, but goddammit, the guy played pretty well this year. Pretty good run blocker, you know, caught a bunch of balls, made a lot of athletic catches, some, some really nice dives over people. He scored a couple touchdowns, if I remember correctly. He's a free agent. Anybody else who doesn't know the list needs to take a fucking look at it. You know, Route, yeah, he sucks, so what? Okay, but the point is, many, many players on this team are free agents. And you know what? Hey, I'm just going to leave now. Well, guess what? What are we left with? A bunch of crappy people. Um, there's a whole, I mean, I didn't have the list in front of me, but y'all need to look at it before you start talking about, oh, who cares? You're a bunch of fucking idiots, okay? Uh, and, you know, Hugh Jackson, what the fuck has he ever done? Honestly, what the fuck has he done? He won three more games than last year. Like, he did that great of a job either. Okay, and the guy's never even coached. You can say whatever you want about Cable. This is a big deal. Okay, huge deal. And I'm sorry. But you know what? I happen to be a, a, a <clears throat> supervisor of 30 or 40 people, and when my employees aren't happy with the way something's running around in my building, or if they're not happy with the way I'm doing things, they tend to underperform. They tend to not perform as well. It makes a big deal for those of you who don't think it does. And then, like I said, for those who just say, you know what, I'm not going to play here, that makes a big deal too. Take a look. All of you people who think this is so great or da-da-da, whatever else, take a look at the free agent list and tell me what happens if all of those great players and you guys, if you're having any intelligence at all, will be able to pick out the good ones from bad ones and tell me what happens if every one of those free agents who are good, leave because they made this decision. It's a pretty big deal. Tell me how the, tell me how the pass defense is going to – oh, Tyvon Branch, by the way, he's a free agent. Tyvon Branch, pretty good player, right? He's a free agent. So tell me how the secondary is going to be now that he's gone and Nomdi's gone, and tell me how the run game is going to go. They got somewhat better. Tell me how that's going to go. You guys need to look at all this stuff and don't act like, oh, it's not a big deal. You guys really piss me off, okay? And Miller Nation, I don't give a you know I don't give a fuck who your player is, okay? Yeah, the point is you're making these statements. If you don't want to add them, that's fine. But Hugh Jackson, what the fuck has he ever done either? Okay, I don't think he's that great. You know, the offense wasn't that much better. We still only won eight fucking games. So you know, I, I don't know. I'm a little bit irritated here. But the 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 uh, the issue here with the players being pissed, that's a big deal. Think about how your life is at home when your kids 
or uh, like I said, any, anywhere, are, there's an unpleasant situation in any kind of thing because the, in, the subordinates are pissed off at the, he, at the head management. Doesn't really work that well. I'm fucking out. Well, there you have it, man. You, you got uh, a perfect reason why this whole situation is just fucked up. Uh, it could go any way, like I say. But, you know, listen to the list, man. That's the list. That's going to come out next week on the free agent deal. Uh, on our show, we're to start talking about free agents. It's shocking. And if you heard the word uh, from my man Hellraider on how many guys that are free uh, from our team, uh, it'd make a whole different team if we got those changes. Even even a third of those guys leave, uh, that's a big chunk out of this team. So you're not going to just put somebody else in here. And you, Jackson, he was, yes, a quarterback's coach before he became offensive coordinator. What else do I need to say? Uh, and Hell Raider, man, I think everybody's feeling like you are. Listen to these guys. It's not, there are a couple knuckleheads. Miller Nation, well, he's Miller Nation. Um, what else can I say? Thanks for the call, brother. Next, we have my good brother, Little Raider. And he's from Hoketown, man. He's from the hood. And he's telling it like it is, man. Listen to him. Little Redder out east side of Oakland again. Tom Campbell got fired. I mean, what can I say about this? This this is so stupid. I mean, say whatever you want to say about Cable, but the players play for him. The players actually play for him. He he's a he's been the best coach probably since John Gruden. Can we fire this guy? What the hell is Al Davis thinking? I mean, you already see players say they're not going to come back who are going to be free agents this year because of the Tom Cable firing. People like Michael Bush, Robert Gallery, even Leckler said he don't want to go do another coaching change, and we fired Cable. Say what you want to say, but the players played for him. I just It's just one of those days. You know, where you, you're like, what the hell? You know what I mean? I ain't never been so pissed off since that Hayward Bay draft pick. I mean, I just, and this is even worse. Peace out. You know, I see how the Raider Nation is coming through, and it's coming through loud and clear. A fucked up move by Mr. Davis. Uh, just fucked up. There you go. That's what you get for not having a general manager. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, we have Raider Drew from Erie, PA, and, uh, he doesn't like Leckler's take. Check it out. Hey, Raider Greg, this is Raider Drew from Erie, PA. Um, I was just going to say, I think it's unfortunate that the coaching situation is up in the air. Again, I'm sure it's making everyone nervous, and we're all hoping we get Gruden or Cower in there, but that probably won't happen. But on the one thing that's pissing me off is I hear that hear Leckler coming out publicly and basically rallying the whole team to leave Oakland. I only hope that we now trade him to Carolina or some shitty team and you know what I mean? just kind of pisses me off. But I hope somehow we turn all this stuff around 
We were eight and eight, and I hope we get better. All right, I'm out. Well, man, I think Leckler let the fucking cat out of the bag. I think everyone else in the locker room speaking the same way. He's not gonna, he's not gonna make grown men change their decisions about their career path. He's just saying it like he feels it, and I think he's right. And I think Al is gonna trade Leckler to some other team, and I think he's the best fucking punter in football. And you know what? The guy has seen a lot of coaches there. You haven't had to play there. I'll tell you as a player, and I have a player in in the the place I work, a Tampa Bay, ex-Tampa Bay Buccaneer, and he told me exactly what it's like having different coaches. It's fucked in every way and sense of the word. And, well, I don't think it's Leckler's fault if anybody leaves. I think it's uh, it belongs to Al Davis, and he should just sit on it and rotate on it, if you know what I'm saying. Next is my man. Raider Jaime from Bakersfield, he's calmed down a little, but the tone has not changed. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, it's Raider Jaime. Hey, I guess the grieving process begins for a lot of the nation. I got on the NFL Network, and uh, they got uh, some bloggers here, a lot of Raider fans, and <laughs> I mean... Uh, there's almost 80-90% of them that are not even renewing their tickets. This is sad, man. We're not going to go after our season tickets. We were going to do it, but... Uh, I don't, you know, they say that that they hired uh, Hugh Jackson, but, you know, everybody in the locker room, they want, they want cable, man. There's like 25 fucking free agents. And from what Shane Leckler says, a lot of them ain't going to be coming back, so... You know what? If he just fucking signed our death warrant, I know it was a hard decision either bringing Cable back or or Jackson. It was either one or the other, because of uh, I guess uh, strategy, uh, whatever you want to fucking call it. Because I guess uh, Oakland didn't want to see uh, Jackson in Denver or Frisco, so they opted out on con- on Cable and took Jackson. But regardless of the fact, man. The fucking Coliseum's going to be empty next season. I'll be surprised if there's even 30,000 in the stand next year. But anyways, um, we're not. We're not until we see what happens next season. There's people here that are not even fucking going to buy Raider gear. Uh, we'll see. They're talking about getting Mark Trestman back because I guess he was fired or let go from the Montreal uh, Argonauts. And um, I think they might let John Marshall go and make Mike Waffle the defensive coordinator. I mean, it is Mike Waffle's um, credit getting Seymour rejuvenated, Tommy Kelly and Henderson, Lamar Houston, Shaughnessy and Desmond Bryan. That I mean, they're the reason. He's the reason why all these guys had big games this year for our defense. So don't be surprised if Mike Waffle ends up getting that uh that uh defensive coordinator job. Like you said, man, um, it's hard to fucking it's hard to fucking just, you know, not root on the Raiders when it's been your in your blood for so many fucking years. But anyways, we'll see what what this fucking outcome would be, man. But there's gonna be a lot of fucking therapy for a lot of them out there. I'll tell you that. I'm out. I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of people not gonna get their tickets next year. Uh, now they feel that way, but who knows? In free agency and the draft, I mean. People can swing their decision left and right. You know, we could have a terrific free agent signing 
We could have a terrific draft. Uh, bring everybody back to the table. That's my wishes. But um, it's so hard to start a season off like this. I just don't know. It's hard to recover from this kind of loss, man. I feel you. Next, we have two brothers, Rada Philly Blunt and Doval Rada. Uh, they're sharing the bone line, so let's listen up. What's up, Raider Greg? Raider Randy? This is Raider Davola right here, my twin brother, Raider, Raider Philly Blunt. We know uh, we just got the, uh, the news that they fired Tom Cable. Me and my brother's opinion is, is that... Uh, you know, Cable had got the team turned around, you know, in, in that short period of time. And that's something with, that, that Al Davis does is he doesn't leave somebody in charge or, 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 or leave, some, leave somebody in that spot long enough to, to get the team rolling. And we just think that, uh, we just think that it was a, a, a premature decision, even though, you know, there's other coaches out there that, 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 he, that he was looking forward uh, to – you know, probably bringing to Oakland, but you know, we we stick with Cable. The team was uh the team was fighting for Cable, especially that last that last game there in Kansas City, going eight and eight, and I mean um for the season and sweeping the the AFC West. You know, so but my brother got a few things. I'm gonna let him say something. So Raider Greg, I just want to say, man, I feel for Tom Cable. Hey, Coach Cable, you did it. You turned us around. You took us undefeated in the division. We ain't done that. Since I don't know how long, and I just feel disappointed in the decision that Al Davis did. So just want to say one love to all the Raider fans out there. We're going to keep fighting. Next year, we're going to do it. We're going to make the playoffs next year. Raider Philly Blunt, and I'm out. Peace. There you go. Uh, you know, there's <laughs> the, the Raider Nation's not going anywhere. No one's jumping off the ship. No one's jumping off a building. No one's jumping anywhere. We're pissed. We're not happy. There's a lot of bad things that can happen on decisions that are made like this. Al Davis tends to make these decisions in a void. No general manager. No one to buffer the uh, the opinions of the great one himself. Uh, you know, I just don't get it. I probably won't get it. I know why it happened. I just don't think it should have happened. Hey, man, Al could have paid Jackson as much money as he'd have made anywhere else just to stay. Uh, would have, could have promised him a head coaching position, whatever. That's a general manager job. Uh, we, we have now entered into another tumultuous offseason. Uh, to right this particular ship is going to take a great deal of positive news. And to get the fans to come into the house, they're going to have to make it happen. I mean, quite honestly, uh, the team has got to cease the team. I mean, these are the players. they got to see some big-time benefits from this move. And, uh, well, I'll tell you right now, right now it's bleak in the Raider Nation. Uh, it's a sad state of affairs. I hated to do this show, uh, show 300, at this particular juncture because that's it's fucked up. But, hey, man, you know what? Like I said, a uh, couple good moves, a couple positive situations happening. Raider fans start turning around going, hey, man, maybe we can make a run. Maybe we got the right guys to, to make to plug the holes that we had before. Maybe we were hiring the right people to do the right thing. You never know. But as far as I'm concerned today, 
I am not happy with this move. It was a ridiculous move, stupid, uh, presumptive, uh, bad business in every way, shape, or form. And really, the key to the problem is that front office, like I've said for a long, long time, we got a shit can, all them snakes up there. Al Davis needs to go home and stay there and let a general manager run this franchise and win us some fucking Super Bowls because we have the players for it. We just do not have the front office for it, and that's my opinion. Randy and I want to thank you for listening to our show this season. It's been a gas. It's always good. It's really good when the team wins. We love that. We love you guys out there. So just remember that. Uh, We got all kinds of adventures coming up here in the not-too-distant future. So stay tuned to our show because we're going to be right on the cutting edge. This is Raider Greg, and I am out.